going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Elemental Evan Show. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode. As you already know, I release all of my episodes on Wednesdays to kind of make your Wednesdays a wellness Wednesday and help you all get through the week. Uh, I hope this has been adding a lot of benefit to you, and I believe today's episode is going to be very, very beneficial for pretty much everyone. Uh, This is a kind of a health advice that I can give, and it's very, very important in my opinion. It's actually probably one of the most important health advices that I can give, and it's actually revolving around our relationships. So um, I know that might be a little bit vague, but just bear with me. I promise this is going to be an incredible episode, and it applies to so many people. Um, Through my health coaching practice, I actually come across a lot of people who are dealing with this issue, so that is why I felt I should discuss it on this show with all of you, and I hope you guys find a lot of benefit in this episode. But before we jump into today's episode, I have to mention that if you guys have not already checked out Organifi, then I highly, highly, highly encourage you to do so today. I have their link posted in my show notes, and in that link, you get an automatic 20% discount code off your entire order just for being a listener to this show. So go ahead and check them out by clicking on that link there and you'll get that 20% discount code automatically applied at checkout. Now, the reason I'm saying you need to go check them out is because their products are so incredibly clean and they work. So for example, Organifi goes through you know, a lot of work to make sure that their products are very clean, you know, not just organic, but they actually third-party test all of their products to make sure that they are glyphosate-free, which is huge. Not a lot of people actually do this. Um, And so you end up getting products that seem like they're clean, but realistically, they still have glyphosate and other weird chemicals that could still be lingering around. So if you want a product that's extremely clean and pure, then definitely check out Organifi. And then aside from that, you know, they have things like their gold formula, which has been so helpful for me personally. I use their gold chocolate formula because it kind of tastes like a hot chocolate. And this is to help improve your sleep quality, which it absolutely has done so for me. Actually, in this last week, I have not been able to get the same amount of, uh, of hours for sleep every night um, due to work. So I've been, you know, t- typically getting more around like five or six hours of sleep. And while that is not good, we should definitely be really prioritizing our sleep. Um, obviously, life gets in the way. And so one thing I've been doing is drinking the gold formula two to three hours before my bedtime. And this has really helped to increase improve my sleep quality. Uh, When I wake up, I'm not super groggy. I'm ready to go. I feel like I've gotten a full night's rest, which is incredible because obviously I haven't. So um, I highly attribute this to the gold formula and the fact that they have things like reishi and uh, magnesium in the formula, which are really, really great for sleep. And then aside from their gold formula, they also have a green formula, which is incredible because it is like a detoxifying formula with all these different things like chlorella and spirulina and ashwagandha, which are going to help cleanse the blood and help your adrenal glands. You know, um, for example, our adrenal glands actually release cortisol, which is uh, kind of our get up and go hormone. But we are typically releasing it all the time and we drink a lot of coffee, which boosts it even more. So it's always nice to give our adrenal glands a little bit of a breath, a little bit of a breather. Um, But nonetheless, they just have incredible products. And they also released a new green apple flavor for the green juice, which is like eating a green Jolly Rancher, honestly, but just so much cleaner. 
So absolutely go check them out. I promise you, you won't be sorry. And like I said, you get 20% off just for being a listener. It's automatically applied when you click on the link in the bio, uh, actually in the show notes, sorry, not in the bio. (laughs) And anyways, go ahead and give them a check. I promise you guys will not be sorry. Um, You will love their products just like I do. So anyways, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode. I'm super, super pumped about this one because it's so important and it's so kind of obvious in a way, but we just don't really recognize it. And that is, once again, our relationships. So the reason I want to talk about relationships and health is just because, number one, you are around, you know, your partner for, uh, you know, a ton of time, like more than you probably spend with anyone else. So your partner is going to influence you in many, many ways. And there's actually a term that we'll be covering a little bit later in this show that addresses specifically this, but basically your partner is going to be influencing you constantly just as you can influence your own partner. So the bad side of this, for example, is, you know, I think of specific clients that I've worked with where they, you know, start creating all these new health changes in their life. They're exercising more, they're eating cleaner, they're meditating, you know, they're doing the self-work and it's amazing. And they, they do really, really well for maybe like the first month or month and a half. And, uh, you know, things are going awesome. They're crushing it. And then all of a sudden they start to taper off and they start to regress back into their bad habits. And typically it takes me a little while to figure it out. But what it usually ends up being is the fact that their partner's are not fully on board with the health process. They are actually in a non-malicious or, you know, bad intent way, kind of coaxing their partner back into these bad habits. And, you know, like I said, this isn't like they're typically doing it in, you know, to be mean or in spite of the person. It's typically because they just aren't on the same page and on the same level. So for example, in that first month, you know, if it was food, for example, Maybe the person is eating much cleaner now because they have, you know, a new diet. They're eating whole foods, and so their dinners are going to look very different than what their normal dinner might have been, right? Um, it Instead of eating maybe the hamburger helper, now you've got some, I don't know, like healthy protein with some veggies on the side, right? And at first, the partner might be on board with it, and they're willing to try a few different meals, But then over time, they start to slowly, you know, go back to their old eating habits because obviously they're not on the health program and they don't have to eat these healthy foods if they don't want to, obviously. And so what ends up happening is now the partner is cooking their own meal while their partner is also trying to cook a meal. And it tends to be at the same time. So now there's conflict of, you know, trying to use the stove or whatever that may be. Or maybe one person is cooking two meals now, which is putting extra work on that person. And so there's just kind of this issue here with getting everyone on board so that you can still obtain your health goals, right? Uh, But this can be very, very difficult, and it's much easier for the person who is trying to be healthy to actually just regress and kind of eat what's already, you know, known. They know that they like it. It's usually very highly palatable foods. Um, Obviously, you know, these these foods that are, you know, coming in boxes are typically designed that way to be highly palatable. So they're highly craveable, and you buy more of it, and you eat more of it. And so it's very difficult when you don't have a partner who's on board with you to help you get through your health goals and stick to your health goals, keep you accountable, right? Um, It'll also be in the form of maybe 
the, my uh, health coaching client is ready to go to the gym, right? They maybe go to the gym three or four times a week and they do it, let's say after work. Well, all of a sudden they come home from work. They're a little bit tired, but you know, they're starting to get ready for the gym. And then the partner says, ah, you know, you know, you've already gone two or three times this week. Like it's okay if you miss one day, you know, I see you're tired. Like, just take it easy. Just stay with me, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that's not a malicious intent there. They're doing it with, you know, kind of like they want to spend more time with their with their partner. But the problem is, is that those little, you know, coaxing um, situations kind of add up. And then all of a sudden, the client starts to lose their motivation and lose their dedication to this practice. And then they fall back into these bad habits. So like I said, it's not like your partner is out to get you or something, or if that is the case, I mean, that's a whole other story. But for the most part, they're actually doing it in a way that's very, you know, loving and like, oh, you've, you've already like done so much this week, or oh, I can see you're tired. Why are you getting up so early to go meditate? You know, they do it from a place of love almost, but you have to remember that motivation is very temporary. Motivation can be here one week and be gone the next week. The only way to really see the results and be consistent is to build the skill of dedication. When you dedicate yourself to something and you constantly willfully bring yourself to the gym or bring yourself to whatever exercise you're doing or bring yourself to eat the food that you know is going to feel so good for you and be good for you, it's a tough thing to do, but that will go so much further than motivation because motivation might be there for a week, like I said, but then the week when you don't have motivation, if you don't have dedication, you're going to go back to your bad habits because it's just going to be too desirable for you to do so if you don't have the motivation. So with that being said, accountability is a really huge thing that realistically needs to be set with your partner. And, uh, you know, it's kind of your partner's job to hold you accountable in a lot of ways. Now, I'm not saying, obviously, that they have to go through the same, you know, health program that you're going through or anything like that. They don't have to eat the food you're eating. They don't have to do the exercises you're doing, but they need to be supportive to a certain degree. So they need to be willing to accommodate in some ways because they need to understand that going through a health change, at least in the beginning, can be somewhat difficult. And uh, until you really, really create a full-on habit out of it and make it your lifestyle, it's going to take a little bit of work. And so with that being said, your partner is going to also have to be willing to kind of compensate in a few different ways. So when it comes to eating, for example, you know, if they're willing to eat what you're eating, that's awesome. But if not, they also have to be willing to maybe cook at a different time than you or or maybe in the form of exercising, you know, it's like they don't have to go exercise with you, but it could be nice for them to say, hey, you know what, I know you're tired and I know you do not want to go out and, you know, do that run or go do the exercise or the movement that you're about to do or that yoga class, but that's what you said you were going to do and this is what it's going to take to reach your goals. So guess what? You're going to go and I will be here waiting for you when you get back and I will have, you know, Netflix ready to go, whatever it may be, um, or maybe your meal ready to go when you get back. Um, so kind of a way to support the partner in achieving their goals. This is um, just a really good thing as a partner to, you know, be uh, very supportive of your partner and whatever it is that they're trying to accomplish. So I know I've mainly been talking about, you know, 
partners here and being in a relationship, but this also applies to single people. So it actually applies to single peoples in terms of their friends and who they are surrounding themselves with, because that is who they will be spending, you know, a majority of their time with. And that is, you know, who will be influencing them the most, just as, you know, um, a person who's in a relationship would obviously have their partner to influence them. And yes, we are highly influenceable. Um, actually, there's a saying, and you might have heard it, but it says uh, that you are the average of the five people that you surround yourself with. So basically, who you surround yourself with is kind of what you're, you know, who you're going to be. So if you think about this from terms of like, you know, if you see some a, a rich person, typically they're going to hang out with other rich people, right? Because the way they live their life and the different things that they want to do, they're going to need someone who's kind of on par with them to be able to do the same things, right? So typically you'll see rich people with rich people, you know, poor people with poor people, um, gamers with gamers, fit people with fit people who love, you know, people who love to exercise, like they might all hang out. And so people kind of niche themselves into these groups and, you know, you kind of become the average of, like I said, the, the five people or the group that you surround yourself with. So this is actually known as the social proximity effect. So this is actually something that has been studied before, and it just kind of goes into, you know, how we are these highly influenceable um, people, really. So humans are actually very sociable beings, and like I said, we're very influenceable. And so the reason we're so easily influenced by others is because we want to fit in with others, right? We want to fit in with the group that we're around. We want to have things in common, things that we can talk about with them. And so naturally, if someone in the group or multiple people in the group are doing something and, you know, they're talking about it highly or how they're really enjoying it, you might also get interested in it and try to start doing that exact same thing because you want to bond and, you know, feel accepted within the group. The only problem is if these are bad habits, you're going to start picking up on these bad habits as well. This is extremely, extremely, extremely important. This is something that we all really actually need to kind of apply to ourselves and evaluate like who we are spending a majority of our time with and see if that person is really aligned with what it is that we want out of our lives, right? And so actually just as people can have, you know, a bad influence on you and create these bad habits in you, it's also the vice versa. If it's a good habit, they can instill these good habits in you as well. And you can do the same to other people. So the Journal of American Medical Association has actually found that just as an unsupportive partner can keep you from being healthy, you as a healthy partner or a healthy friend in this, you know, circumstance, um, can help make a change for better health in you know either your partner or the group of friends that you might be around uh, just by exemplifying these good healthy habits in yourself. Uh, other people will naturally want to pick up on that as well. And like I said, as in the Journal of the American Medical, Medical Association, they have actually done studies on it where they have found this to be true. Uh, partners who, you know, stop smoking, stop drinking, change their uh, diet up, you know, they actually have a direct effect and correlation on their uh, partner and their partner's health or their group of friends and group of friends health. So uh, it goes both ways, uh, which is very important to mention. But just in general, what I really recommend for all of us to do, and this is kind of a practice that I would like to give all of us to do for this week. And, 
you know, in each episode, I try to give a, a weekly practice to either help with stress or just overall better your life. And this week's practice is going to be to actually evaluate what your true goals and desires are in this life, right? So really narrow down and focus in on what it is that you want to accomplish with this one very, very precious life, right? Um, if that's to be healthy and live a long um, life where you are active and mobile and able to spend time with your kids or your grandkids or your friends or whatever it may be, um, then you know really focus in on that. Or maybe it's to be successful in your career or maybe it's to be you know, X, Y, and Z, whatever it may be, really focus in on that and find out what it is that, you know, is the lifestyle you want to live. What are the habits that you want to have? Do you want to be more productive? Do you want to, um, you know, stop drinking or stop smoking, whatever it may be, find out what it is that you really want to focus in on, what kind of lifestyle you want, and then look for people who are already exemplifying that lifestyle, who are already living in a way that you want to live, right? They have maybe the same interests or the habits that you wish to develop and create a connection with those people. Go ahead and create this, you know, um, like, what do they say? Your vibe is your tribe, right? So really create your tribe, create your friend group, create a group of people who are going to be, you know, supportive in the betterment of yourself. Because like I said, you know, we have such a short life. It's it's uh, really a shame to waste it um, living it for others or living it in, you know, a way that just makes you feel accepted with others. Right. So I'm not telling you to like ditch your friend group in any way, obviously like make your own decisions here. But what I am saying is really evaluate what it is that you want in this life. You know, what are the habits you want? What is the lifestyle you want? And then start finding people who are supportive of that and surround yourself with them because you will naturally become the average of the five people you surround yourself with. So anyways, that is my kind of homework for you guys, for you guys this, uh, this week. And it's, you know, something that can really benefit your life majorly. So, uh, definitely give it a try. And then in terms of, you know, coming back to the partner, for example, I wanted to give a few tips and tricks on kind of navigating this whole, you know, like, um, how do I say it? Like this whole talk that you're going to have with your partner um, in terms of, you know, creating new habits, whether that is, you know, with health or something else. Obviously, I'll make it more pertain to health in this podcast episode because that's what this podcast is about. But nonetheless, this can apply to many different things. So I'm just going to give a few actionable steps that you can take when you are ready to start creating a new habit or new lifestyle for yourself and you need to get your partner on board with it. So the first number one thing is you have to communicate and be clear with your partner, right? I mean, this is obvious, but it's something that a lot of us don't actually take the time to do. It's super, super important to just simply communicate to your partner. So for example, if you are starting, you know, these new habits, speak with your partner, set a time, sit down with them, whatever it may be. And let them know that it's something you really, really want or even need to do for yourself to improve, you know, your health and quality of life. Um, oftentimes, you know, we just kind of expect our partners to be able to like read our minds, you know, like, oh, like they should know I've been wanting to do this, right? But have you ever actually verbally said anything to them? Uh, that's something that I know I've done before and I've seen many people do. So remember, voice yourself first. You can't receive something if you never actually ask for it. 
um, or usually you don't receive something without asking for it. So if you want to receive your partner's support and have them understand what it is that you want to do, then voice yourself, be verbal and, you know, let, let them know your intentions. That way you guys can both be on the same page. And so the second piece of advice that I would give for, you know, creating these new healthy habits and kind of working with your partner would be to set these non-negotiables. So non-negotiables are, you know, clearly defined maybe like times around working out or um, certain foods that you can or cannot eat and really sticking to them, being very adamant about doing these things, okay? So you can almost think of it in terms of uh, like a nine to five job. From, you know, nine to five, you go to work and that's it. You're at work. You don't take off early randomly. You don't just randomly not show up. Like when you go to work, you're there. Maybe you're not doing like, you know, your best quality of work, but nonetheless, you're still at work, right? Uh, Because you have these clearly defined terms around when you're going to be at work. Um, You know, obviously you need money, so that's a great incentive, but it's the same thing with trying to obtain a new habit or a new lifestyle you have to set these clearly defined non-negotiables around the habits and actions that are going to get you to, you know, that end result of your of this lifestyle that you're looking to obtain. So, like I said, really setting these clear goals like, hey, after work, um, from 7 to 8, I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to go on a run or a walk or I'm going to lift some weights or, um, you know, for lunch and dinner, like I'm only going to eat, you know, these foods or whatever it may be. Just really setting these clearly defined non-negotiables around your health goals is going to be key to keeping yourself dedicated to, you know, like obtaining these health goals. Cause like I said, the motivation will come and go, but if you can really create this skill of dedication, then you will eventually achieve these health goals, right? Um, another thing is really just making your shoulds into musts, right? So, uh, for example, with work, once again, it's like to pay your bills, you must go to work and make money. Otherwise, you know, you're not going to make money. So it's not really a should. Like, do you want to live in your house? Okay, well, then you must make money, right? Well, it's the same thing with your health goals. If you want to lose weight or you want to feel better or you want to have better mental health, then you must do these specific practices. So really, you know, setting those non-negotiables and making your shoulds into musts is absolutely crucial and it's also another thing that your partner can easily respect because once you set these clearly defined non-negotiables like hey from this time to this time i'm you know doing my movement practice or you know um these are the foods i'm going to eat and not eat like that's it you know well then it's much easier for your partner to be like okay cool like this is what they are trying to achieve and these are you know the non-negotiables that they're setting around it and so it's easier for them to respect them and to remember them and kind of, you know, uh, remember that, hey, like they're not eating these foods or whatever it may be. So setting those non-negotiables is a very big one. Now, the last one, which is number three, is going to be to get your partner on board. So this doesn't always have to be the case. Obviously, you and your partner do not have to do the exact same things. Even uh, myself with my partner, we, you know, have certain foods that maybe she might eat a little more of, or I, you know, I eat more of a certain food or I do a different workout than she does, whatever, you know, but nonetheless, we still are in a similar direction to where we're able to support each other very well because we're going through similar things. 
And that's really the main thing is getting your partner on board. If you know, even if it's just with one thing, maybe the movement, uh, your exercises, or maybe it's the food, as long as they're on board with something that's going to help so much more because now they're going through the same thing as you are and they can relate to you. They can, Oh yeah, I know that food was so good or, Oh, it's been so hard, you know, going, getting up at this time and going to the gym. So you guys are kind of sharing in, uh, you know, this, dedication of, of achieving a certain goal. And this kind of helps to create a bond and also to help you to support each other and to keep each other accountable. Obviously, this is going to be one of the best routes in, you know, obtaining your health goals and staying accountable is to obviously get them on board. Uh, obviously, this doesn't always happen. But if you can get this to happen, this is kind of like ideal, I would say. And at, you know, at the end of the day, if your partner wants to be healthy as well, I mean, that's a really great thing. I think a, a couple that, you know, uh, works out together and eats healthy together is going to be much more likely to uh, stick together, right? So anyways, those are the three that I would kind of use to help my own personal health coaching clients out in terms of uh, working with their partner to get uh, achieve their health, healthy habits, you know, their health goals, um, and stay dedicated to them. Now, one thing that I did want to say is just that if your partner is absolutely just unsupportive of your goals and, you know, is very like spiteful in terms of you, uh, being healthier or, you know, improving yourself in some way or another, I would be very wary. Um, I never give the advice to break up with someone because that's not for me to say ever. Uh, that's your choice to make. But I will say that if you are with someone who does not want the best for you, who doesn't see your success and your achievements as their own as well, I would be very wary. Um, to me, that's not a very good partner personally. Uh, a good partner, in my opinion, is someone who will support you and understand that if you are really truly trying to better yourself, then there's no harm in that. That's a very honorable goal and is something that I as a partner would love to support my partner in, achi in achieving and obtaining those health goals or you know whatever kind of goal it may be. So especially, like I said, if it's in terms of bettering themselves. So truly, truly understand that once again, this is a very short life, you know, not to be morbid or anything, uh, but it truly is. And it's just way too short to be living it for other people. Okay, you're here, you have this beautiful, incredible life to be grateful for and to do so much with. And it's just a shame to spend it, you know, living for others and not doing something for yourself. So truly, that will be, you know, something I want to leave you guys with is to uh, really search your, you know, your own desires. What is it that you really want to achieve in this life and make sure that you are living your life in a way that is very, um, beneficial for yourself and not always for the benefit of others. Obviously it's great to help each other out. I'm not saying to not do that. I'm just saying to understand that, you know, sometimes there are people who take more than they give. And so, uh, to be wary of that and kind of keep an eye out for it. But other than that, Try those different uh, tactics that I gave you guys for getting your partner on board, as well as getting your friends on board, or maybe finding a new um, support group, in a sense, of people who are going to be supportive in you obtaining these new healthy habits and lifestyles. So anyways, that's going to pretty much wrap it up for today's episode. Um, thank you all very much for listening to me ramble about this topic. Uh, like I said, I just 
felt that it was so important because I see it happen way too often. And um, if we could just get our partners on board, then it will help so much in achieving our you know, our goals and our habits, creating better habits. Um, when you have someone to work with on them, uh, it's just so much easier. And, you know, obviously we can influence each other in different ways. So uh, I hope this really helped you out. If you've been struggling in achieving certain habits, certain healthy habits, um, you know, a certain lifestyle that you're trying to achieve, then hopefully this really helped you out. And hopefully some of these practices are things that you can implement into your life today and start seeing the changes happen. So um, anyways, thank you guys very much for listening. <laughs> I really, really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, just remember that every Wednesday I am posting episodes on here. Um, I will be definitely getting back to the Oregon Masterclass that I was originally doing. Uh, I've just had quite a few interviews here. So uh, there's just some really amazing episodes to come. Um, I thank you all so much for listening to me on this show. This is really something that I do from, you know, just the the interest in health and from the bottom of my heart because I'm uh, happy to share this health information with everyone. And hopefully it's in a way that's digestible for all of you to uh, understand and implement into your lives. So thank you all very much. I appreciate all of you so deeply. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any announcements. Um, Oh, I will be teaching an acro yoga class in Venice. If uh, any of you guys are out this way in Venice, California, um, it'll be on Abbott Kinney Boulevard at the Viore uh, clothing store. And it's a free class. It's on June 12th. Uh, it will be, I'm trying to think of the time. I think it's at 8.30. I'll go ahead and post the event bright in the uh, show notes in case anyone wants to uh, join that class. And uh, what else? Oh, I have a few openings in my health coaching course. So definitely if you have any goals that you want to set, right, um, then go ahead and reach out to me and we can work on those together. And obviously I will help keep you accountable and, uh, you know, work with you on whatever these health goals are. So feel free to reach out to me. You guys can connect with me on Instagram. I'm Elemental Evan. I'll have it posted in the show notes as well. Uh, you can reach out to me by email, which I also will have in the show, mo show notes. And also feel free to leave a review on uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, you can leave a review on there talking about how much you love this show and how much benefit it hopefully is adding to your lives. Um, so please leave a five-star review and a little written review. I love reading those. And yeah, just connect with me. So anyways, I hope you all have an amazing rest of your week and an amazing rest of your day. Uh, you already know the motto here. It is do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. All right, y'all. Have a great one. I'll see you next Wednesday. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professionals' advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional.